Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller here. So glad you are too. Thanks for joining us. Glad you found this podcast and appreciate you listening. This is going to be a two-part series. We've kind of been saying around here lately that this is the most important podcast that's been recorded, but we're under changing times. We're under the astrological alignment of Saturn and Pluto, which is a pivotal shift. We're in the 250-year cycle, so we're not looking at the world the same, and energies are moving differently now today than they ever have in our lifetimes. This started as an audio blog, and it continues as an audio blog where you get to follow the crazy, zany journeys of my life. (laughs) I guess I should have known. See, I didn't know astrology when I started this, but I should have known that anybody who has the configuration that I do with Mercury and Gemini basically ruling my chart as the rising sign that uh, you're never going to be out of stories or following the bouncing ball in my life. This one is going to touch some chords, and I don't want to make it about me. I want to make it about all of us, because what I'm feeling happened to me is right there to have this same kind of connection happen for you as well. There are a couple of energetic elements to this that also I think were critically important to come into play. So as you think about this or listen to it and then are thinking about your own life, being in those high energy moments and environments, wherever that takes you, would be a key piece of replicating this. And then I firmly believe this and have seen this over the last 13 years that my own life has been under renovation that divine timing is also the key ingredient. Things happen exactly when and how they should. Our job is just to stay open and be watching for them, and then when they happen, to be able to capitalize on them. So this happened, go figure, on a walk. (laughs) What doesn't in my life, right? Everything happens on a walk. So you guys know that I have kind of for myself found nirvana up here in western North Carolina. I just more and more every day love this place. And uh, for those of you who are hearing the announcement being played at the beginning of this episode, we are putting a couple of group trips together. I'm hoping that this is something that just keeps going. So those of you listening in 2025, 2026, 2027... As long as we still have our freedom, I'm hoping that we're still coming up here to Western North Carolina to get together because it is a magical spot energetically. And that was one of the first ingredients is this place where we're having this retreat, the Lake Junaluska Retreat Center, is just incredible energy. It was built 109 years ago. They just had their celebration of their 109th anniversary birthday And it was built as a Methodist retreat center. Well, it's still being maintained immaculately today. And that's part of the energy. It's just a beautiful place. It's well done. It's pristine in its natural beauty. And it's a place that I've gravitated to for a nice just over two-mile walk and meditation. Before this particular walk began, I had been in a high-energy phone conversation. So that was in my space. And then as I set out to walk, I stopped at the first little place that I often do stop at. There's a beautiful little old Methodist chapel there on the grounds. And right next to it is a labyrinth, by the way. 
they leave the door open and you can go in there and meditate. And I actually did just go in there and sit for not just a couple of minutes. And I did just pause and contemplate and set my intentions for the walk. There are Bibles in the pews and I happened to open up a Bible and I read these words from the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 6. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe is me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. Well, I didn't realize how critical that would become over the next hour. I left and st always stop at the labyrinth. I often don't walk it, but I do stop there. I'm sure all of you who come on these trips will walk the labyrinth more than once. It's beautiful. It's stone. It's set into the ground. It's really very, like everything in here is very well done. Then I walked on around, and as you round that next corner, there's a parking lot there. And if you turn to the right, you look at a majestic picture of the lake. You see the conference center area on your right, and you look beautifully at the framed mountain in front of you with the lake reflecting that mountain in its stillness. And if you guys have listened to the episodes of this podcast, you've heard my story, and it's had a lot of pain. And I think about how just on the whim of one of you, a podcast listener, emailing me asking if I would house sit, that I ended up where I am, a place where my wandering soul, I think, I think, <laughs> we'll see, I think, has said this is it, this is home. And where Paige Bryant wrote years ago that these mountains are highly energetically charged and over the last 15, 20, 25 years have opened that charge again and have become even more powerful than before. And at the beginning, I mentioned energy. I mentioned energetic components to this story. So here is another one, and that is just simple gratitude. I found myself watching and looking at that scene and just being incredibly grateful. All of the challenges, all of the pain, all of the tears, all of the heartache, literally, just absorbed into the reflection on that water and the moment of that magnitude of divine guidance in our lives, even when for so many years I had shut the door to it. I went down what is maybe one of my favorite sections of the walk. You go down and across and through, and there's a pedestrian bridge, and then you make a turn to the right, and now you start to round the corner back around where you're looking back at the conference center from the other side of the lake. It's a completely different perspective. As I rounded that corner and looked back, my eyes fell straight onto a white cross that is hidden in the trees that stays illuminated all of the time. It's not a big one. It's just appropriately there. But it sits on top of the hill they call Inspiration Point. And as my eyes fell on that symbol, 
it was as though the lid of my soul was peeled back and the highest form of love poured in that I have ever experienced in my life. It was that blissful feeling that Fred describes in Levels of Energy. It came instantly. It permeated and radiated every fiber of my container shell body, and especially it touched my soul. I knew that this was something different, so I found a place to sit down. The people walking by at that point didn't matter. The tears flowed. What I was feeling in that moment, in addition to the incredible love, was the forgiveness. And as I kept looking at the cross, it wasn't the odorous meaning of the cross that was coming through. It was the higher meaning of that symbol. It was the love, the forgiveness, the no questions asked. It's all okay, Thomas. You are loved. What did not come back to my mind was the verse that I had read just 20 or 30 minutes before. When he touched my mouth with the coal, he said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. I think of that in metaphysical terms. It's all good. I did think of the scene that that cross depicts, and I thought of the three that in the story were crucified together, Jesus representing our humanity and our God nature together in one, fully human, fully God, that description, that image, that symbolism, there with a thief next to him, somebody who had stolen something and got caught. And he asked Jesus for forgiveness. And Jesus said, it's done, it's handled. He connected to the divine side of the nature. And I think that's the message here for all of us is to connect with the idea, the possibility that your guilt is taken away and atoned for. We're going to talk in the next episode about what followed from this, but what did follow was just being able to see all of us, everyone, through the eyes of this kind of love, that we are all just human souls on this journey with everything that it means to be fully human. And yet there is this I am component of us that comes from our divine nature. We are created in the image of God. So as I sat there in that space, I was able through the tears to bang out a little text to my brother and said some things to him that were on my heart at that moment. And then it came to my mind to put on some hymns and put on my earbuds. So I did. And I played over and over several times. I was a glutton for punishment up here on the hill. I mean, people were walking by. You know, this is a busy trail. I put on the hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, which was the main hymn that we played at my dad's memorial service at his request. And I let those words sink in. It is well. It is well with my soul. And I realized in that moment, it was well with my soul. Well, I had to get around the lake somehow. <laughs> Fortunately, there are park benches all around the 
Lake, and I moved from one bench to the next to the next, <laughs> not very fast. And being in that blissful state that Fred so eloquently describes many times in his books, he's talked about this, nothing matters. And that's the way it was. I was in a different reality and looked at everything from the swans to the geese to the paddleboarders and kayakers out there having fun to the clouds, to the mountains, to the buildings, to just all of it. It all looked the same. It was all simply beautiful. I even tried to test this to prove that it really does. I mean, anything you look at is just, it's just beautiful. There are a lot of geese around the lake. And you know what geese do when they come to ground, <laughs> come to land. They probably do it in the water too. Well, I found there didn't have to look far for goose poo and even it looked beautiful in its own way. And this indescribable feeling of love continued. Forgiveness continued. Guilt-free. No blame, no shame. It is what it is. I continued on around, got back to the other side of the lake, closer to the Jeep, and I just sat on a bench for an hour. I sat for an hour, something I typically would not have ever done, and just staring and absorbing and feeling and it continued it wasn't subsiding it continued that night woke up with it the next day then two days later went back to the lake and i'll tell you that story in the next episode so i'm thinking of connections here lessons thoughts takeaways one as i look back on it that i said i didn't realize in the time was being in a little chapel and pulling out this bible verse which was just on my mind it was on my heart i thought mm, i'm gonna pick up the bible i don't normally do that when i'm in there but it had a built-in intention it really kind of fulfilled itself so intentions being incredibly powerful i haven't built this into my own life i'm really thinking about it now and i think this is something that you can take too far as well but I know people who set intentions basically for everything. Like they don't set out to do anything that there's not an intention attached to it. I think that might be one of those 30-day things. I'm going to give it a try, see how it goes. Another was a completely different perspective on this journey. We are all the same. We are all working our way back to this kind of relationship with our source. And, you know, I grew up talking about it, being around it, but it was in a different context and in a different way. My brother sent me some words back that, are, that I'll never forget. He said, you know, it's, it's not the spirituality. It's not the, the focus of the religion that is off. It's we humans have distorted it, and we just have to get around that and stay back true to the source of what it really is all about. And those are incredibly wise words. I know many of you have been hurt by that same religion that I was hurt by. And the encouragement here is to look past the hurts, look past the messing up that we humans did. And this will become more clear in the second podcast. I just want to tell that story separately. It was two days later, so separate podcast, too. <laughs> we'll do that. But if you've been hurt by the scars of either a family upbringing, a religious affiliation of some sort, a schooling, perhaps. And maybe you did what I did. You kicked it out 
You didn't set it aside. You kicked it out. That's what I did. Another piece of this was as I was just looking back across the water, I came to think, how could anyone face these times that we are in and what may be ahead without that connection to divine source? And maybe that's what's there for me to communicate through this platform to you is to see if you can reconnect. We are in ominous times, and we don't know what's ahead. We may speculate, but we're not right. But I think one thing that is worth looking at in your own life is a reconnection with that source. And if you set your own intention to reconnect in the way that your soul needs to reconnect, it's not going to be the same as mine, then it will happen in just the right time and in just the right way for you. In fact, I'm hearing so many more stories about people seeking out, reaching out, asking, opening that door again, and having those requests answered. And remember, the velocity of things today is quicker. It's faster. So if you ask, be ready for an answer. We'll leave it here for this one, and we'll pick up with what happened two days later, going back to the same place. So hopefully you can get in your Zen zone, wherever that is, whatever you love to do, to be in that highest energy place that you can quickly associate with, and maybe put some of these things to work and see what shows up for you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you for who you are, and I love you for the journey that you are on. I hope along the way you'll stop to smell the flowers too and enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Not only thank you for listening, but I love you just for who you are. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.